Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. Okay, so um, we haven't done this in a while, so why don't we start out with uh, our Patreon member shout out. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so we've got 11 Patreon people now, 11 patrons. Thanks, guys. So um, let's go. We have Julie. Shout out to Julie. Brian C. Anonymous. Erica, uh, love you, boo. Scott, Sam, uh, Kitchen, Garrett, JG, Joshua. P- <laughs> You're going to say the last name. We don't want to do last names. Yes, no last names. Josh and Douglas. So uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for being our patrons. We appreciate it. Um, If you guys want to see anything on Patreon, let us know. Oh, it says we also have a new member. But this new member is Q-P-W-O-I-R-U. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for being a patron. Thanks for being a patron. I think that's it. I think it's because it says like the last 30 days maybe. This is confusing. I know. The numbers change all the time. They change all the time. But for those of you that are active in our Patreon patrons, wow. Welcome and thank you. And we hope you enjoy our content. More to come. Well, do you want to talk about what we just did? Yeah. Um, for so, Patreon? Yeah. So for guys, kind of. we're having, I'm calling them uh, Tea Time Ghost Editions. If you, if you follow our Instagram, um, I posted a reel of a clip of the last Patreon post that we did, which was, um, we have an app. It's like a ghost hunting app with like an EVP and an EMF recorder thing. And so we went around upstairs and specifically my room last time and we got some hits. Today, we recorded another one um, and we did the Ouija board and the ghost app and we had the pendulum but we didn't use it because uh the ouija board wasn't being completely responsive but we're gonna go up after this and record more but it should be fun and you should uh, tune in to patreon because i'm only gonna post clips on our instagram so unless you're a full patreon member you will not see that so (laughs) (laughs) get with it it's what like was it three or five dollars a month? Yeah. For like extra content, guys. Three dollars just for tea time, five dollars for tea time, pictures, notes, and all that stuff. So it's five dollars a month, guys. That's like less than a Starbucks coffee. Yeah, I mean there's also room on there to uh say what kind of content that you want to see. So Yeah, and apparently there's some Patreon live where you can actually like chat with the people and interact like on video like maybe we could do that too like once a month we'll talk we'll talk we'll talk about it guys but um should we talk about the reason that we did it and then yeah. we can get into your trip My- i know yeah. okay guys so i was on a paranormal kick i was listening to a lot of paranormal podcasts i was researching a lot of paranormal stuff um i was watching horror movies um including 
and we talked about this on the clip in uh, Patreon. We talked about it a little bit more in the last Patreon. So I was watching Insidious with my boyfriend and we heard knocking from coming inside from the hall, from the closet door, from, from inside my closet, which is horrifying. Um, and then as we were watching horror movies that week, um, the lights in my hallway started to flicker. Um, I smelled smoke, like my house just my part of the house smelled like smoke and there was nothing lit. There was no sage. There were no candles lit. There was nothing going. Um, we were in bed and then I have this little like night light. It's like a moon because I'm a baby. Also because <laughs> it's a night light. Baby. Yeah, bitch. You try having things knocking under your bed at night and it's cute by the way. I love it. It's like a moon. It's a moon lamp. It just comforts me at night. Anyway, you, you do you. I'm a baby, and I'm fine with that because I fucked with my spirits all the time now. Um, but anyway, so I was we were in the bed, and then um, I think we were even watching Insidious, and my moon lamp turned on by itself, and then it turned off by itself. <laughs> then there were some footsteps, creepy enough. Then the other night, this was just like a couple days ago, I was lying in bed. I was falling asleep when all of a sudden I heard footsteps running in the hallway coming towards my room. And I just like jerked awake and there was nothing, but it happened all night. Like just footsteps running in the hallway. Like I was like falling asleep and I heard something go like right in my ear. As I was waking up, I heard someone go Elizabeth. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> so there was that. And then, um, I was, I was doing a meditation a couple days ago. I was pretty deep in the meditation. My head was bowed. I was kind of going into this like other place and I heard someone behind me cough and clear their throat. It wasn't my dad and it wasn't my boyfriend. I don't know who it was. I even like went, he was like a few rooms away. And I was like, you weren't like, you didn't come into the room while I was doing meditation. He was like, no. And I was like, and Grimm's been right here the whole time. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yep. Okay. That's what I thought. And then today I was sitting in the massage and I was just kind of like thinking about like all this ghost stuff and just like all the stuff that's been going on. And my laptop in my massage room, it, it went up to full volume by itself. Like all of a sudden, like my music and the massage just started blaring. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I had to be like, hey, sorry, client, let me turn the music down. I have no idea why it went up. And I was like, I fucking know why it went up. You little fucking ghosts. You little ghostesses and ghosts always trying. You, you're coming at me. You're coming at me. And I don't get it. And I was... I think, was I telling you this? I can't remember who I said this to, but I was like, I'm kind of glad that I'm mostly clairaudient and I hear things. Because if I had to hear and see things, I think I'd go fucking crazy. Yeah, because I told I'm the opposite. Yeah, you see things. I see things. Yeah, I hear them. It's oh, I see them. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird. But I am... I was starting to read this book, um, Psychic Witch, which I'm still going to read. I forget who 
who's the author. I'll look it up. Um, but it was like, as I was thinking about this book and like reading the book, the psychic activity ramped up even more. Cause like sometimes I'll be in a massage and like, I'll see shapes and things like, like something's in the room with me or I'll feel something like brush against my back or like move my hair. I never like see a clear form, but hear them. Yeah. I hear them all fucking night. It's crazy. So I made like a rule like, Hey, can you please just like not mess with me at night? Can you just let me sleep? And so I was doing like dishes yesterday and I heard someone like walking in the hallway and I was trying to communicate. I was like, Hey, are you there? Hello. And like, it didn't say anything. Like I think eventually I heard it like, and I was like, why are you always clearing your throat? You guys want a second there, man? Are you choking on your own blood? No, it's dark. Don't say that. That's way too dark. That's dark. Don't say that. <laughs> but anyway, that is why we decided to do the Ouija board. Um, after I swore I never would again, but here we are. I didn't. So I actually didn't tell you this. Uh-oh. <laughs> because I haven't seen you in two weeks. This is like literally us catching up with each other because I, know. I don't know what's been going on in your life. And it's you don't ramble. even know what's been happening on like on my trip and stuff. It's a ramble episode. Because you're like, hey, how's your trip? And I'm like, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it later. Yep. And podcast so, material. So I was in my room the other day. It was like, I don't know, probably like noon. I like slept in because I didn't get home. Well, the night I got home was 3 a.m. from the airport. And I, you had all your lights on, so I knew. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, something must have scared her. Mm-hmm. And then so the next morning, that was like the first text I read was, mm-hmm. guess what happened last night? And that's mm-hmm. when we talked about the footsteps and stuff. So I was in the room. The dogs were excited to see me. I was laying on my bed. I had each dog on both sides. My boyfriend's already left the house. And um, it was like, it happened so fast. It was like a split second. Like, I had Sawyer. Her face was like, I was laying on my back. Her face was kind of like blocking my doorway mm-hmm. her head was and then like she put her head down and the second she put her head down there was like a face and oh. I thought it was I, like I thought it was my boyfriend for a second I'm not even kidding I was, I was out of my mouth was about to come oh you're back but it happened so fast and it jolted me back so like I jumped so hard oh what the fuck do you and it happened it so like? it looked like my boyfriend oh, for a minute I don't like that no I really especially after like reading that, that shape-shifting the, uh, oh, the, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, the, the word we won't say in our last podcast about the flesh pedestrians. Yes. Yes. That is exactly the immediate thought of that post, but like it happened so fast and I thought it was him for a minute and it was like, and then it was gone. Okay. That really freaks me out because in my novel, I'm actually writing a scene where they're creating these like doppelgangers of themselves to like kind of like manage their life while they do something else. It's, it's like a whole thing. It's, I, I can't, I'm not going to tell you guys the plot twist, but I was like, something about this is like really like freaking me out. Like something about doppelgangers right now is like really, really freaking me out. But I, I didn't know what it was. Maybe that's what it was. I, I jumped so hard and my heart beat so fast because for a split second, like I said, about to come out of my mouth was like, Oh, you're back. I didn't hear you come in and then gone. See, that's why I think that, like, I do think that there are, like, lots of energies and entities around. Yeah. What the fuck? There's a lot of energies. There's a lot of energies, but there's one that really freaks me out, and that's Theo. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I am more prone to see things. Yeah. 
I hear Especially you more in my dreams and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was, like, plain as day. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I really don't like it. I feel like we're in a horror movie. I know. Mm. Like, when I went to the uh, Winchester house on my trip, and it was, like, made in 1906, and I'm like, Oh, I know all about the Winchester house. I was like, our house is a lot older than yours. They need to do, like, paranormal investigations in this house. We're doing paranormal investigations. Fuck them. We got this. So, yeah, so I forgot to tell you about that. That was, like, the spooky thing that happened Mm. to me since I got back. The next day, I got back, and I'm like, so it begins. I'm home. I just, there's just that one energy that I don't like. There's, like, one that I don't like. And it's male and it's, it, it feels aggressive. It feels really aggressive. And like that night that like someone was like running in the hallway. Cause like, tell me you wouldn't be scared as fuck seeing something running at you that fast. I didn't see it. I heard it, which is also horrifying. Wake up and no one's there. I was by myself that night. Like my boyfriend wasn't there. Cause of course it all always happens when he's not around. I even said that to the ghost. I was like, oh, okay. Hi. Hello again. Just waiting for him to leave before you fuck with me. Fine. But that energy, because, like, I was telling Barb and my mom about it, and they're like, well, did it feel curious or did it feel malevolent? And I'm like, sometimes they do feel curious. They're just like, hmm, who is this lady that can hear me coughing? But sometimes, like, the running, that felt fucking malevolent, especially because that night I felt something shaking the bed again. And that hasn't happened in a while. It wasn't like crazy shaking because like I have a lot of protection around, but it it's almost like I can feel it like that it's angry that it can't shake harder. Hmm. It's like I can feel this restrained energy like piss that it can't like fuck with me more. And I'm like, and then my amethyst bracelet broke. And I was like, ugh, I don't think we got another one of those. Fuck. Yeah, but there, there was some uh, spooky stuff that happened on my trip too. Yeah, well, let's get into your trip, because I really don't have anything else going on in my life. My life's been pretty much just work and write and meditate, and pretty much that's it. But you (laughs) went on a long trip, and you were just like, this trip has been insane. And I'm like, why? That's the most weirdest trip I've ever been on. I've never been on a trip for, like, pretty much my first day of a hike, where I was like, "I I need to go home. Yeah. And I was supposed to be gone for a whole nother week. Yeah, tell everyone, like, what the plan was. And then, like, let's talk about what went wrong. So I was going to do the go to California. I was going to do the Tahoe Rim Trail. And it's um, a little over 100 miles. Mm. And it goes around, like, Tahoe, California. And that took, was going to take about 10 to 12 days. I was going to spend some days in Vegas first. So I was going to be gone for about two and a half weeks. Maybe even longer. So I I didn't have a fly home yet date planned. Well, that's not what happened. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know where to begin. Just to start from like day one and then go from there. Yep. Chronological. Let's do it. So I think even the ride there was like the universe was like, hey, this this isn't going to happen. I had to get up at 5 a.m. Well, I'm sorry. I had to be on the road at 5 a.m. because I was going to be driven to the Cincinnati airport. And because my plane was at like 10 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. So I go to Cincinnati. I meet my friend Flash in Cincinnati. Hey, shout out to Flash. And we were going to fly direct into uh, Vegas. And then we were going to meet our other friend Tony there later. He was going to come in some days later. So we have to do baggage claim. We did baggage claim. The line took forever. Oh, I hate baggage claim. 
and it sucks because we have like backpacks like hiking yeah. packs so you have to check them in because sure, it doesn't yeah. fit there whatever and i don't need like tsa or like flight attendants whatever coming at me for this i'm just telling you my experience i had my trekking poles with me and i've i've always taken like my truck you can fold your trekking poles down mm-hmm. so they're like this tiny little thing and i had them with me because i couldn't fit in my pack and i can't put them outside the pack because they don't allow that yeah. So I had them with me go through security. My bag gets flagged. So they have to go through the thing to check out the checking poles. And mind you, I've always taken my checking poles through security. I've never had any issues with it. I've always, no problems, whatever. So then the guy was like, so I should have said yes. He's like, so do you need these to like walk or these for hiking? And I was like, well, they're for hiking. And he was like, well, you know, you can't take them on because they can be used as a weapon. Like <laughs> with a trekking pole. Mind you, it has the gap on like the little um, thing, the cap on the trekking pole. So I can't literally stab you with it. He's like, well, it's, if it was up to me, I, yeah, like, I wouldn't care. But, like, the guy's, like, just being a jerk about it. And then this lady from TSA, she's like, honestly, it just depends who's working. And I was like, of course, I get the asshole. That's like, yep. not today. I was like, well, what do I do? And he's like, well, you can go back to baggage claim to check it in. I was like, so after I've been through baggage claim, been through the whole way through security, I got to go back over and do it again. He goes, yeah. I should have worked my charm. I could have had him. I really could have. Uh... I was like, fine. So I go back to baggage claim, mm-hmm. wait in line, and then so I said, hey, I was told I couldn't take this through security, so I have to come back here and baggage claim and whatever. She's like, you're going to pay $50 for these for this little package? Mm-hmm. I was like, no. I literally told her no. I was like, I already checked in my bag, and now you're saying I can't have these through security, so let's whatever. And so she's like, I'm not going to have you pay the $50. And she did something. She's like, you're going to find it here. Like when you land, it's like where they keep the golf clubs and stuff like that type, like strollers and things. I'm like, okay, fine. So then I had to go all the way back through security. The line was longer. So I had to go through security twice. So that was fun. Then we finally get on the plane with like maybe two minutes left of, uh, to board. Yeah, that's how long it took. So we're about maybe 10 minutes on the plane. And then we have to make an emergency landing. Oh, my God. Because of electrical problem, I guess. And he's like, well, I'm sure you could smell it. And I'm like, you could smell it once you got on the plane. Wouldn't you be concerned before we took off? Yeah, right. So we are in Louisville now. So we land and we're on the runway. And then while we're like on like on the runway, we have like fire trucks and shit following us. <laughs> And then we had to deport the plane because they got to come in and investigate all this shit. So we had another, like, I don't know, two and a half layover. So then we land, we wait for our uh, baggage, and they lost my trekking poles. I knew you were going to say mm-hmm. it, but I was like, ugh, fuck. They lost my goddamn trekking poles. How much are those? Uh, for good ones, it's not cheap. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought they were pretty expensive. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So, didn't have my trekking poles, which on this trip, uh, I really needed, mind you. So, then we just leave, because there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, we keep going back and forth, trying to get a bus um, to get to the strip, to get to our hotel, basically. And that took a long time, so we ended up, ended up just uh, trying to Uber. Oh, shit. That took a while, but we got an Uber, and then we finally get to the hotel, 
But then, like, Flash starts, like, running after the Uber driver. And I'm like, what is happening? He left, like, his bag, his, like, with his money in it, in the backseat of the Uber. Uh, so we were so close to getting into the hotel. And he left his, yeah. So he had to make a bunch of phone calls. And then we had to wait. We couldn't even check in. We were so close after such a long day. And we were supposed to be in Vegas at noon. This was, like, 7 o'clock at that point. So we finally got his bag back. The Uber guy came back, and then we finally checked in the hotel. And I was like, I'm doing nothing the rest of the day. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna wait till tomorrow to explore Vegas. And the three days we were in Vegas was the the world record of how hot it was. So it was about 115, 120 degrees. I'm like, cool. I got summer day one. Oh god. And then while we were there, so we actually got to check out the Zach Vegas. Yeah, I can't remember his last name. Museum. And he's the guy from Ghost Adventures. Yeah. I, I didn't know. That. I never watched that show. Yeah. You, so they make you sign a waiver. Mm-hmm. So we did the tour where you see rooms that normal people don't. You get to see the basement where they did seances. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend it. Spooky as shit. Mm-hmm. It was me, Flash, and then this couple. So we had a really small group, which was fantastic. And it was the guy's birthday. So his girlfriend was, like, terrified. And, of course, she was only doing it for his birthday Mm -hmm. and there's this one room that has this haunted doll peggy and there's a whole story on peggy and you're not you're not supposed to look her in the eyes Mm -hmm. and they keep her in this glass box and there's a spirit box next to her where you can talk to her and you have to announce hello say goodbye you got to be like respectful yep i did look her in the eyes i'm not gonna lie it's hard not to you're just like anyway so we're all like hey peggy how's it going peggy nice to meet you peggy and she says hi through the spirit box she was, it was a hi and like the guy was like oh my god did she just say hi and i'm like yeah she said hi and the tour guide she goes she's my favorite she's like peggy is my favorite she's so talkative um she thinks she runs this museum and she said the other day when she was locking up about to close the door peggy's like wait and then she's like bitch <laughs> So I guess Damn. I know I'm the tour guide, so she wasn't wrong. But she's like, "Wait, bitch!" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Peggy. Um, some rooms were heavier than others. They uh, he has a lot of shit. There was a spirit box down in the basement where they did seances. There was nothing. That basement was creepy, but there was nothing on the spirit box. And they had like a serial killer room. And he had, like, the last bone fragments of, like, Ted Bundy, like, all the different serial killer stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. So I would highly recommend that museum. I would pay the extra money and do the full tour. And it's about two and a half hours. I want to do that. I've always wanted. I've, I wanted to go there for a while. Oh, and then there was this, um, there was a mirror, like a portal. And they're like, you're more than welcome to look in it, but that's on you. And I was like, I told Flash, I'm like, I'm not, I don't mess around with that. I was like, I will not look in that mirror. Like they kept it out of sight. We had to go around this like small room to look into it. And I was like, I'm not doing it. That is one thing I will not do. I'll look Peggy in my goddamn eyes, but I will not look into a portal. And they're like, now people that are very susceptible to these things will have nightmares. They say like things follow them home. So that night I had severe nightmares like I think I was thrashing and everything so of course like Flash wakes up and he's like did you have any nightmares I didn't and I'm like yeah no of course not they were terrible yeah they were so real and I was like fuck I shouldn't have gone but I uh I highly recommend it 
Okay. It's, I mean, I have wanted to go there. And the Warrens, even though that's kind of kind of. There closed. are a lot of cursed things in there. I've heard. Yeah, like, he just gets his things from all over the world. Like, he even has, like, parts from James Dean Carr and stuff. Yeah, he's Little bastard. really into the supernatural. Yeah. He is. But, I, I mean, I don't watch Ghost Adventure, so I don't know much about him. I didn't even know there was a thing until Flash was like, hey, we need to go do this. And I'm like, sure. And it was, like, way more than I thought it ever was. Yeah. Like I said, they make you sign a waiver. Mm-hmm. And then they have videos of people, like, that have gone through tours. And you see them fainting. You see all these things happening. They have, like, baby monitors in the rooms of, like, things flying off the shelves overnight. Things crashing. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd be all about that shit. You probably would die. Probably. I'm like, I'm just going to look in the portal once. No, I, I wanted Mm-mm. I think people were killed down there. Mm-mm. So each room was like a theme. They had the conjuring room. That felt like heavy. That room oh, felt heavy. Oh, I fucking bet. We got to go there to the conjuring house together one day. I know they need to open it. Isn't it open? The conjuring house? I swear it is because I think two girls on ghost went. I thought, the, I thought the, is it the Warren home? Dif- oh, the Conjuring, you're right, you're right. I was thinking of the Warrens, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's close. But they the had actual stuff from the Warrens and the stuff from the Conjuring 3, which I wasn't a fan of, but. No, so, a lot of rooms with different themes, which was, like, really cool. Oh, and if, but if you're terrified of clowns, there's a whole section where you walk through, like, clown stuff, and I was like, I don't, clowns don't bother me. But with the music going and like cla- you're like claustrophobic walking next to a whole world clown. Uh, uh. I don't really like hate clowns. Clowns don't, don't bug like me. That was like I was just waiting for one to come out and like grab yeah. me. And then they had one through a glass, right? And I was like, he looks way too real, like yeah. way too real. And then like later, he was following us in the group, and I'm like, see, it was a guy. And a clown. Oh, ew. So I was like waiting, just walking through the clown thing of one just grab me. After that, mm-mm. you don't like clowns. I mean, they don't bug me, but when you're put in that situation, yeah. surrounded by that shit, yeah, I'm not like afraid of them, but I also don't want to see one coming at me with a chainsaw. No, I don't think anyone does, or even a balloon. Just, just leave me alone. So, just leave me alone, clowns. That was probably the best part of Vegas. I'm just gonna say the rest of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We're just leaving it at that. And the last night, like I said, Tony was, he came in late to meet us because we were leaving for um, Lake Tahoe the next day. And he had trouble with his flight. He had so many delays and stuff. And he was like bitching the whole time through like text messages. So he had a tough time getting here too. And he was supposed to land out a lot earlier and he didn't get to the room till like 12 or 1 or something crazy. Mm. So yeah, he gets there super late. And then the next morning we leave and have to drive to Lake Tahoe. And that's about an eight hour drive. Oh my god. Yeah. Luckily, we didn't have to go through Death Valley, though, because it was so hot, and Death Valley can, like, melt your car, basically. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of Death Valley. It's, like, right, you run along, it's, like, you drive right along it. It's, like, on the other side of you, so it's, like, right there. And, like, part of me is, like, well, it's a national park. I want to go see it. Mm-hmm. And Tony's, like, not today. I'm not going to have any melting with this car. Yeah, that's understandable. So, we just drove to Lake Tahoe, and Lake Tahoe was expensive as fuck. Because the only room we had was, like, this motel, and it was, like, $300 a night, and you just got, like, nothing for it. Yeah, I've heard it's expensive. Yeah, for getting shit, it was, it was stupid. 
we get there late. We got to, we got me and Flash got to catch up on laundry because we've already been in Vegas for a few days. We got to um, supply on food because we're heading out for our hike, to, you know, the next day. We do all that. We didn't go to bed till like super late. So we didn't hit the trail the next day, probably till like 11 or 12. We got a late start. Yeah. So let's talk about day one on the hike. Oh my God. So day one, Lake Tahoe, I can't remember where we started. It's a loop. So you basically can start different places and just end where you start. Mm -hmm. So it's already hot. We um, set out and we're hiking. Things aren't terrible. Uh, The boys are having a little trouble. I think, I don't know if it was like the altitude or I know that Tony, he, he had a heart attack. So he has to watch his heart rate. So he just goes up inclines really slow right yeah and if it gets too high just kind of pauses and rest or whatever i would say we got it probably about four miles in and that's when we started having trouble so there is still a lot of snow on the trail and it's a lot more snow than we expected Mm -hmm. and everyone was telling us the section that we started with was fine there was no snow so even before we started the hike they're like hey you're gonna hit some no snow today i was like cool don't worry about it yeah, we had to worry about it. What we did was decide to go around the snow. Think of a hiking trail and just picture like snow on the hiking trail. Like you can easily just walk over the snow. But that's not really the case because you're walking on the trail and the snow is slanted. So you're walking mm-hmm. at a slant. And so if you fall, you're going to slide down the mountain. Yikes. Yeah. So we decided to walk around it. We had to go all the way down all through this bush stuff we got attacked by thousands of mosquitoes it was like an infestation and i you could like see the mosquitoes on the guys and there's like hundreds of them and i'm like obviously there's probably hundreds on me that they see it was bad yeah it was miserable so we went all around this brush all around through the mosquitoes and then we had to go back up the mountain which is very exhausting because at this point we're not hiking, we're mountaineering. Yeah. And you have to use your whole body weight, your core, everything to stabilize yourself to climb because it's loose soil. And if you don't, you're going to fall backwards. Right. So Tony actually had to give me one of his trekking poles because I didn't have anything to help me like stabilize. Right. Because they fucking lost it. So we do all that to go like 0.3 miles. It took us about, you know, two hours. We're getting getting alive by mosquitoes. It's fucking miserable. And then Flash was like, hey, maybe we should just regroup tomorrow and just set up camp here. And it's like, we have to make a quick decision because we're standing here getting alive by mosquitoes. And I'm like, I don't feel like being in my tent the rest of the night. It was like five o'clock at this point. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd rather keep moving and get past this and see if the mosquitoes get better because we're so close to water. And I think the mosquitoes were really bad because of the snow still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I know. Nice. And everyone's like, how do you have snow and mosquitoes at the same time? Go to Lake Tahoe. You'll see. So we decided to keep going. And then we have to cross this like little river path with the snow on top of it. And then unfortunately, Flash was first. He hit a snow bridge, which means he fell through the snow. <gasps> he looks like he fell pretty hard too. And he fell in water. Like Ooh. his pack was on. It's like, I feel so bad for oh him. His pack was on his back and he oh couldn't get god. up from the water. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. 
Finally, he gets out. His pack's muddy. He's wet. He's drenched. The mosquitoes are still attacking us because we can't do anything. So you're standing there. Just imagine hundreds of mosquitoes biting you and attacking you. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. I, I can't with mosquitoes. That's one thing I can't. I no, just can't. It's horrible. Yeah. And he fell through. So then we just made it across the little river patch thing. And then that's when we decided to just call it a fucking day and just put up our tents and then we were in the tents the rest of the night because the mosquitoes were so bad we were cold and fucking tired uh just from that mountaineering section my hips were sore for like a week it was terrible jesus and they never say quit on a bad day but we all were like no because I guess from other people we're saying online, there's still tons more snow mm. and the mosquitoes do not get any better. Ooh. And our decision was like, hey, well, we don't want to do this for the next 10 to 12 days because this is miserable. Yeah. Like this isn't even, this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be peaceful, a nice hiking trip. And if this was what's going to be, we didn't want to do that. Understandable. I wouldn't want to do it either. No, it was it was so miserable. I and I spent six months on the AT, and I don't think mm. I've ever had a day that bad. And yeah. I've had some pretty bad days, and everything just went to shit in a matter of just like that, mm. from just going around that snow downhill from there. Ugh. It was horrible. Ugh. So we're like, well, let's just see how we feel in the morning. Okay, it's like six a.m. Mosquitoes still terrible. So we decide to just hike the five miles back, re- regroup in town. Yeah. Because it's going to get worse the farther we go in. Yeah. So we go back, and then the guys decide that, hey, let's just go over the snow this time. That was terrifying. I never do that again in my life. Mm. So we had the, the, um, the spikes that go over your hiking shoes. Mm-hmm. So we had those. So Tony went first, and he, he makes it look so easy. Um, so he went across it and you really got to stick like your, your shoes in and then you're pulling and your shoes and your pole. Yeah. I'm just like waiting for the snow bridge to fall through. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, so then flash goes, <laughs> I'm laughing because I feel so bad for him. He fell and he slid <sighs> and luckily <Bye>. he's, <laughs> I, know, I feel so bad for him. Like the trail was like attacking him. So he slipped and he fell, but luckily he went on the other side of where he's supposed to go instead of like further down oh, yeah, the mountain. Jesus. So he was lucky. He slipped and he couldn't grab anything, and that's like terrifying. And it's yeah, it's, it's not, so it's because it's so ridiculous, and yeah. the fact that it could have been so much worse if yeah. he just went the other way. So he slid and he fell, and when he landed, he landed hard on his ankles. <sighs> yeah. So he thought he like sprained his ankle because he landed on it. That he, he had trouble with his ankle. He injured it right before he came out, oh, no. and then he hit it so hard that um, he thought it was sprained. And actually, later he texted me that it was deeply bruised because he went to urgent care. Oh my god! Yeah, like a bone bruise. Oof. Yeah. Fuck. And so, and I'm like, great. Now I have to follow that. So I have Tony like directing me what to do. So he'd be like, you know, he'd be like your shoe here and then slam it down, put your trekking pole here and now slam. And then like, he would kind of direct me. And then like, I kind of like slid on my butt the rest of the way because like that was terrifying. Walking on a slant is terrifying, especially if you can just go flying off. Nope, I'm good. Yeah, so then that was the first snow patch. So then we gotta do the second one again. So this time we just went back around it 
getting eaten alive by mosquitoes, doing all the mountaineering again. Again, 0.3 miles, like two hours. So exhausting. And then we finally made it back in town. Before we decided to do the snow patch the first time on the first day, my bear box or my bear canister with my food in it kind of rolled down the hill. <gasps> my medication in it and everything. Fuck. Mm-hmm. about that, yeah. Yep. I was like, well, when it first rolled, I was like, fuck, there goes my food. And then I'm like, you know what? Fine, fine. I'll just starve for like three days. No, I was like, my medication's in there. So you had to go get it? I had to go all the way down and go get it. It was a very exhausting day. Yeah. I was like, of course. So we make it to town, like I said, and we decide to regroup what we want to do. And so we decided to do a road trip through California instead. Way better in my opinion. Yeah, but I was like, you know what? I'm done with this trail. This is my second attempt to do this trail, and I'm just, like, not meant to do it. Because I was, I was out there last year trying to do it. And then my mom got, like, altitude sickness. So we had to come home. Oh, yeah, that's right. So this yeah. is my second time. And I was like, I'm not messing with this trail anymore. I'm tired There's of- a reason you're not supposed to be on that trail. <sighs> I think so, too. And I appreciate that we did the road trip. And like I said, Flash called it our Lemonade from Lemons tour. Uh, because it honestly just was a shit show. You guys made Lemonade, though. Yeah, so we drove around to a lot of different national parks. It's a lot of driving, though, so I did have a very tough time with it because I get car sickness. I get car sickness from driving around and around and around the mountains. Oh, okay. That's what kills me. The windy roads. That would, so, yeah, I think that would make anyone car sick. I'm thankful for to see the national parks. I was nauseated half the time. Oh. I had like two days where my stomach was completely just, it was terrible. Mm. And we were in Pinnacles National Park. And it's kind of cool because Pinnacles is like, a, you're almost like splunking mm-hmm. and hiking at the same time. It's really cool going through the caves and stuff. And we get to like this first cave and there's like this huge family and little P- PSA. If you're really slow at hiking and there's a big group and people are going around you, let them go around you. Were they trying to like? No, they're just they're just going so slow, and they're just like, hey, have you guys done this hiking trail before? And we're like, no. And they're like, okay, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're just going to take our time. So they, there's like a blockage. There's a line up. Mm. So that's when you let people go ahead of you that are quicker than you. Anyway, I was like, guys, I got to turn around. Like, I, I feel like shit. I got to turn around because um, there are bathrooms at the beginning of, the, like, the park. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. We have to get to the other side to camp anyway. This family is taking forever. So we walk back. I go to the, like, like we walk fast to the restroom, whatever. Flash comes in, like, later. He's like, hey, are you okay in there? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I come out of the restroom, and then there's, like, this really <laughs> hot-ass park ranger, like, standing by our car, like, talking to someone else. Like, park ranger guys are fucking hot. But he was so hot, right? And so I guess what did he look like? He had like dark hair, dark eyes. Mm. That was the whole thing. And I walk into the car and he has like this big smile and he smiles at me. I'm like, oh my God. I smile back and um, I get in the car and then Tony was like, yeah. So the park ranger was like worried about you. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, he asked if he could go check on you because he thought maybe you had like heat stroke or something. See if you're okay. And I was like, I am so thankful that he didn't. And Flash was like, that's why I came in instead. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Tony's like, I figured you're gonna say that. Why would you let the hot guy go check on me? Yeah. Oh, at least you sound like you had good companions. Yeah. So besides all the nausea, stomach problems, it was a lot of driving back and forth. The problem is going to national parks. You drive for like an hour into the park, and then you gotta drive the hour back on the winding roads. And yeah. I'm like, if you don't like get car sick, then like you will not understand. And if you do get car sick, you will understand like how miserable it is because it sticks with you the whole entire day. Mm. Oh, and then we went to go see the Winchester House. I do want to see that too. It's on my list. Very interesting character. I think the whole thing about Sarah Winchester is is she's crazy. Or is she really cursed? I don't know. I think she was really cursed. That's what I veer towards as well. Yeah. Um, And if anyone doesn't know who Sarah Winchester is, she married into the Winchester family. They were the creators of the Winchester guns. And basically she said she was cursed by the ones that were killed by the Winchester guns. Makes sense to me. And then, then she moved into the Winchester house, built 1906, always under construction. They were rooms and doors that led to nowhere to confuse the ghost. Mm-hmm. The house was very interesting. The tour was kind of boring. The steps were very interesting because they were very little steps because she has arthritis, so she could barely lift her foot, so they were very strange. Mm. And the house didn't have the original furniture in it. So, like, here's my thought on it is the fact that they were trying to find authentic pieces to the year of, like, the 19, like 1906, basically. Mm-hmm. That's why some of the rooms were empty because they want to find the appropriate furniture and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, think of all the things that you're bringing into this house from different parts of the world. Of course, you're going to, like, things attached to it, right? Oh, God. So, yeah. you're going to have so much ghost in this house. Oh, yeah. You know? Already a place that seems to draw them and then you just add on to it by getting more antiques yeah so i'm like how how many spirits are like in this house right now and then you go through the seance room and all this stuff and i think she was really cursed i really do you don't build a house like that unless you're some yeah she was doing it because the spirit she said we're telling her to do it what to do Mm -hmm. but the noise the constant confusion is what she was also trying to accomplish so you should do an episode about the winchester house it was very interesting. I did uh, came back and I watched the movie Winchester. Yeah, I wanted to see that. Was it good? No. no. Dang, I was wondering. Flash and Tony liked it, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I just they could have done so much more. Great cast, but it just it wasn't for me. Yeah. Dang, that sucks. Yeah, but I don't. You shouldn't stop it from watching. Like, eh, why waste my time on a movie? You know. Problem, I think, with that type of stuff is. You have so many people coming and going in that house. You have big tours. Like, I just don't think ghosts are going to come out and play. No. Until, like, dark or, like, late at night. As we will see when we go back upstairs in a little bit. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I didn't really feel much because I feel like there wasn't much at the time. Yeah. So there was one room that we first started with, and I don't, it was anything authentic to her, I don't think, but there was a rocking chair in there. But the room itself, I could feel the heaviness behind me. And I kept Ooh. looking back in the room. And I was like, I don't like this room. That was the only room. I was like, I do not like this room at all. Yeah. And I kept staring at the rocking chair. And then there was one scene in the movie afterward. There was like, he walks into a room and the rocking chair is just like, you know, rocking back and forth. And I'm like, I knew I didn't like that room. That rocking chair is freaking me out. I know. I have one right I in know. front of me. I just looked at it. I was like, ooh. Yeah. So I was like, I knew there was something about that chair. But anyway, I like the museum better than the Winchester House. Hmm. So, I bet, yeah. I still recommend the Winchester House. I just, 
it was only like an hour tour. It wasn't very long and it was kind of expensive for just an hour. And I don't know. That's just my opinion. So Winchester went to some national parks. Oh, let's talk about the Pinnacle night. We went to Pinnacles. We stayed at a campsite to save money. Um, so we set up our tents, you know, all that stuff, like true camping. And we were surrounded by like lots of people, mm. like all around us. Mm. And there was like one big group and they had like all these kids and the kids were so fucking loud. And I get that kids are loud. It is what it is. But the fact that your kids are coming to our campsite, they're playing with soccer balls in our campsite near our yeah. car. Like, is that when you as a parent should be like, hey, maybe you should respect other people's stuff and like boundaries and not go to their side of the thing. Like, Yeah. No. No. Mm -hmm. And our water, well, not our water, but the water for the near campsites was right by our campsite. So people got lazy and were just cutting through our campsite to get to the water. Just don't fucking care. No. And they were washing their fucking dishes and you're not supposed to do that. And like, if that was bear country, Tony was like, I would have like yelled at them because you can't wash your dishes in bear country next to someone's campsite. Like, are you fucking idiots? Oh my God, that would be so bad. Yeah, that's how stupid people could be. Yeah, people are dumb. Yeah, and like his tent was near the water because there was a lot of ants, so we could only choose little spots on our campsite without getting attacked by ants. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. It was miserable. Like, I could tell Tony was getting so mad. I was like, I don't blame him. Like, his tent was right there. And he's like, people would just go over there, do their dishes, have conversations. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And he'd be like, hey, guys, someone's trying to sleep here. This is my tent. Be respectful. No. And then 6 a.m., guess who are loud again? Fucking children. They don't have an off switch. No. Which, okay, kids are loud. Like mm. I said, I get it. But you need to respect people's stuff. You yeah. can't just go into their territory. Especially with soccer balls, like, you could hit the car. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I was like, ooh, soccer balls near a car? Not a good combo. We were all very tired and pissed off the next morning because that was ridiculous. Yeah, that would piss me off, too. Let me ask you what's worse, a totally deserted campground or a super busy campground? Ugh. Yeah. It's a hard question. Mm. I want it because there would be, like, a happy medium. No, one or the other, which is worse. Are there kids? Yes. <laughs> How bad that night was, I'd probably have to go with deserted campground. Fair enough. It was terrible. Yeah. It's like, hey, these are the quiet hours that it says you should do, but no one listens to the quiet hours. Never do. That was a miserable night. Stuff like that. And so we ended our trip with Sequoia National Park. Uh, that was a good day. Sequoia is very beautiful. I want to go there. We didn't have time to drive up to Kings Canyon because it was like another hour drive up the mountain and another hour back and it was like terrible. Yeah. Um, we did Morrow Rock. I think that's how you say it. Maybe. And uh, basically it is a very steep climb. It's a lot of steps that kind of winds around huh. and it goes up really high. Like it's cool. pretty steep. And it's like 300 and something steps. A lot of people were dying. And I was like, you know what? No wonder I bust my ass working out every day. This is a piece of cake. Yeah. Just watching people sitting down dying like, bye. Yeah. But it gets really high. Like Flash had a bail. He's like, I got vertigo. The heights got to me. I had a bail. Mm -hmm. So like me and Tony make it to the top. And it's really beautiful views. 
and that was really nice. And we were going down, which was scarier because, oh, yeah. well, like this family, we're following their kids and their kids were literally scooting step by step on their butts. I'm like, what? Do people not like have respect when it comes to their kids? Like, I do not understand this. And they're holding up the line of people trying to get down. And yeah. so when you're just standing there looking off to the side and there's nothing but like thousands and thousands of feet where you're going to fall, that is terrifying. So Tony was like, uh, hey, hey, can you like scoot to the side so we can actually, you know, go down in front of you? And they're like, oh, okay. Like everyone's following this kid just scooting slowly on his butt. And his parents are just following him like... You realize that thousands of people behind you trying to get past you? People are entitled and they don't think about other people. No, like, I those, I don't understand that. So I'm yeah. glad, like, Tony, he, like, got fed up. And he was like, hey. It's like New Jersey accent. <laughs> oh, that was good. And then we finished that. And we drove about three hours to get to a hotel. Because we had about four more hours the next day to get to Las Vegas to fly out of. So you left early, though. Yeah, so we got up. We probably left Vegas around like 8.30, and we still had about uh, the four-hour drive. So we drove four hours to Las Vegas. Our flight was like at 3. Got there about 1.30. Well, me and Flash flight, uh, Tony's was later in the evening. And so everything went really smoothly, like checking in the bag, okay? Security, that checking in the bag, security probably took us five minutes. It was so fast. And then my intuition, of course, kicks in. I'm like, okay. I was like, I really got the feeling that something is going to happen because, one, that was super easy. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, your intuition gets. I was like, something's going to happen. Something feels off. And, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. So we're on the plane, and this was probably the worst turbulence I've ever been on. And I've been on a lot of planes. Oof. I've dealt with turbulence. But just taking off, the turbulence was, like, terrible. And so, of course, like, trying to chill. I have my music in and stuff. But I can, like, still hear people kind of, like, panicking. and like I making. Don't, like, I would do the same thing. I can't stand turbulence. Well, I think that's what was making it worse was people were, like, feeding off each other. Oh, yeah. Yep. And <laughs> the lady next to me, um, she was a nurse. I didn't know this till later. And we'll find out why. But, like, the moment I, I was like, hey, I'm sitting next to you. So she moved out of the way. I'm by the window seat. And she was like, did you have a fun trip? And I go, yeah, I did have a fun trip. Did you have a fun trip? And she goes, yeah. She's probably, like, in her 40s. And she was, like, with the group in front of her. And she was like, yeah, old lady group here. And we had a great time. And she's like, I did gummies for the first time. Oh, my. And I was like, oh, you did. And she goes, yeah, it was great. And part of me was like, honey, you want gummies now? <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, you good, boo? Yeah. And then some random guy sat next to her on the end seat, and she was like, hey, do you have any gummies? <laughs> oh, my God. She was girl. adorable. She was adorable. That and he was good. like, no, I don't. She goes, okay. Yeah, she was adorable. And she goes, yeah, this is my first time in Vegas. My sons always talk about how much they love Vegas and much like the Miranda Lambert concert. Do you love her? Do you like her? And I was like, I don't know much about her, but mm. I know who she is. And yeah. she was very sweet. And it was just funny because she, I, I, she probably was on gummies. So anyway, so the turbulence was terrible. 
she she probably was and she like gripped onto her friends sitting in front of her like during takeoff because she was like that terrified and she's like i'm never flying again she's like i'm never flying again i told you i hate this stuff like it was the turbulence was bad but in my mind, I like try to remain calm. I'm like, I've done this over and over. What do you, you can't do anything about it. You're, yeah, you're just you're on like, this plane. It is what it is. In my mind, I'm like, you should probably start panicking when you see the flight attendant start to panic. I've never seen that, and thank God for it. Yeah, and my that's what I think of, and I was like, I think this is just normal. He said there's going to be turbulence. It's like they expect this. Now the lady behind me, she was on the end row, right behind me, and I so I could see her perfectly if I turned around since I was by the window and the front seat in front of her and she was behind me at the end seat. And then I just hear people going, hey, are you okay? Are you all right? She said no. And like, I turn around, like everyone's like watching her in the back. Cause I'm like way in the back, like probably like three seats behind me, there's the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I hear the flight attendant asking her, hey, are you okay? And she goes, no. And she has like her head down, like her hand, her hand over her eyes. And someone thought she's going to get sick. So they're like, do you need a bag? And then the flight attendant was like, can you see anything? And she was like, no. She put her hand down from her face and then her eyes went in the back of her head. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> this is going to be our problem. Oh and she God. passed out. And then luckily, for some reason, she was sitting next to this group of nurses, like I said, that I was sitting with. And they rushed to her and like one's trying to hold her head. They're trying to wake her up. And then she does come too, but then she starts swinging and slapping. Like she's freaking out, like all these people are around her. And then she passes out again. Oh my God. Like she just kept passing out. So the the nurse is like, we have to elevate her feet. So they... Like, they lift her up. They put her in the aisle. And, like, they have nurses holding her feet up. And then I can't see the rest of her, like, laying down there. But I think she's going in and out of consciousness. And she kept on seizing. So she just kept on seizing and seizing and seizing. And then there's nurses that come to the front. Or the nurses that were in the front, they come to the back. Because over over the monitor, they're like, hey, are there, like, any nurses or doctors on this plane? So the problem is, and they have all these nurses talking over each other, like what they should do. They're asking the flight attendant, like, do you have this? Do you have that? You know, it's like a whole clusterfuck of what should you do? They have to make an emergency landing. So we make emergency landing in Grand Junction, Colorado. We have to go out of our way. I think this flight was like three hours and like 30 something minutes. Cause they're like, hey, we can actually shave on time. Nope, so we land in Grand Junction. The medical team comes on board. Um, nurses are on the phone with like her family members, like trying to get information about her. Like if she's diabetic, if she's has a history of seizures, it's like a whole thing. It was a whole clusterfuck. So then they have to take, they take her off the plane. She's still unconscious at this point in seizing, but like they were yelling at the flight attendants. They're like, do you realize she's been se- like having seizures for 10 minutes? Like that's not good after 10 minutes, that's I guess. so fucking scary. Oh my God. That is so fucking scary. Yeah. So they take her off the plane, and now we're at, like, just on a random airport area, and they make us stay on the plane, but they're like, hey, because this type of um, runway doesn't hold the specific weight of our plane, we have to, like, distribute it. So we're sitting on the plane for, like, two hours while they're trying to distribute weight. Where they're taking weight from, I don't even know, but they're, I don't know if they're just, like, flushing out the toilet, like, whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah, so we're just chilling, sitting, 
And then after like however long it was, they're like, okay, we're ready to go. Weight's distributed the way it's supposed to. Holy crap. So we're finally up in the air. While we're up in the air, turbulence is a little better. And we have probably about 30 minutes left when we're descending into Cincinnati. Another woman passes out right in front of me. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I can't even see her. She's in front of me, but she's, like, on the ILC. And I just hear people kind of gasping. And the nurse sitting next to me, like, she, like, you know, takes out of her seat and, like, runs to that girl. And, like, she passes out. And I'm like, what is happening on this plane? I was like, this trip is just not ready to let go of all these bad stuff, is it? Apparently not. So I guess um, when the nurse came back, because they got her to come too. They got her to sit up, drink something, eat something. And so the nurse came and sat sat back down next to me. I was like, hey, what is going on? And she says, well, I think that she had a panic attack. And then that made her pass out. I'm like, a panic attack from what? Things were fine. Like, there was no turbulence, nothing. We land and then over the monitor, they're like, hey, when we land, we need you to all stay in your seats because we have to have the medical board or the medical team come on board again. And like the lady was like, no, she's like yelling. She's like, I am fine. I am fine. But the people behind me were getting like so mad. They're like, the fuck we are sitting here. Like people wanted off this plane understandably like they were getting agitated they were like saying shit and i'm just like i've never been on this environment Ugh. of people getting mad on the airplane i've never had anything like that happen to me no. on an airplane Jeez, I'm like God. what are the odds of one behind me passing out oh and a woman God. ahead of me passing out it was like twilight zone i was like i'm never getting off this plane that's horrifying yeah you had a trip girl so you had eight it was such a long day eight. from driving the four hours you know, from Vegas, being on the plane a lot longer than I was supposed to be. So I didn't land in Cincinnati till like after midnight. And I still had like the two over two hour drive home to Columbus. Mm. That's why I got home like 3 a.m. I saw your window lights on and I'm like, well, something scared her. And you're like, great. The end of a perfect day. So I, it was a very exhausting trip emotionally, physically, it's just a lot of weird shit went down on that trip. I just... Why do you think that it, something didn't seem to want you on that trip? I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, something like, hey, this is saving your life. Like, I really you, think that's what it is. Because I'm like, what are the odds of this, like, happening twice? Yeah, no, that's too weird. Don't go back a third time. No, I'm done with this trip. Yeah, don't If I want to do a hiking trail, which I do in the future, I'm not doing that one. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> No. I wouldn't want to go back there either. There are just some places that there's just something and it's like, nope, can't. can't I am thankful that I got to see a bunch of different stuff in California and got to explore more of it instead of just, you know, hiking around the lake in Tahoe. But this is my third attempt at a hiking trail in the past two years that Mm -hmm. have gone to shit. And it's frustrating that I'm like, why can't I just do one hiking trail? Got to find the right one, apparently. I know. So I'm officially done with that one. And, you know, of course, Flash and Tony are like, no, come back. We'll try it again. But I'm like, no. No, you're like, I'm done. done. Where do they live? Uh, Flash lives in Kentucky and Tony's in Virginia. Okay. So they're not too far away from here. No, I was like, I'm, I can't do it. It's extremely frustrating and almost feels like a failure for failing it twice, basically. 
Jesus. You're not a failure, though. It's just, like, something is protecting you. Like, something is, like, really protecting you. I, I just, there's something wrong there. There's something really... It just, like, even last year, my mom was like, there was a reason why that we were not meant to do this trip this year, and well, maybe we'll find out later why it was. And I'm like, I don't know. And then this again. Agreed. There were people that sucked it up and did the snow and all that stuff. But I'm like, I just, that's too dangerous. And I'm not willing to risk my life for that's something that's not that important, I guess. To, you know, like we, when we got picked up that day from the Uber driver, she said that she's picking up a lot of hikers because they were quitting or turning around. And she had to drive one to the hospital because they fell and broke their arm. And poor Flash, look how many times he fell. His ankle still messed up. Like, he was limping Poor the whole Flash. entire trip. Yeah. He had a rough, rough time. Oh, my God. Y'all had a rough time. Y'all had a rough time. And um, I told Tony, though, I want him on the podcast because he has the best dating stories. Really? He has the best dating stories. Maybe when we do podcast night out, we can ask for dating and ghost stories. And see like, his stories are hilarious. I'm like, yes. where do you find these women? So, it's, I mean, it's hard out there for all of us trying to date. Yeah, it is. It's a rough time out there, guys. But yeah, you just, you had a rough, a rough time. It's just like, it is frustrating to me that, you know, when I like was on the phone, like talking to my boyfriend and stuff and he was like, no, you like don't need to quit after the first day. It was just a bad day. And it's like, you don't know how terrible it was unless you were out here experiencing this. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. Like it was exhausting. It just, it was so fucking miserable. I can't even like, I don't do it justice. There are times to push on and there are times to quit. And that was the time to quit. Something was telling you to turn the fuck back. Yeah, and Tony and Flash have done lots of hiking trails around the different states. And they were like, no, it was time to turn around. You, you know what? It was the right decision. Yeah. But it's just, I've never wanted to go home so bad in my life. I don't blame you. And I'm a travel like a holic. Yeah, I know you are. And I hate coming home. Twasn't meant to be. Maybe there was a serial killer there and he would have killed you guys. Maybe. There's actually two girls, two hikers that got killed. But I don't remember where. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, and there was like another lady that just got killed in Yellowstone by a grizzly. True. Yeah, like yesterday or day before. Christ. Yeah. That's horrifying. She was like a runner and stuff and just, I don't, just, just like wrong place, wrong time. Oh, God, no! And everyone's like, whoa, she didn't have any bear spray with her. And I'm like, what the fuck is bear spray going to do to a fucking grizzly? She's probably going to spray herself anyway. Oh, my God. And this, if anyone is wondering, is why I don't hike. (laughs) I mean, no, I'll hike, but fuck camping. Uh, Camping's fun. I do like camping. Just you need to find the right campsite. I'll glamp, but I'm not going to fucking we camped at a different campsite. Um, I don't remember where it was, but it was, it was, there's people there, but it was quiet. It was a lot quieter and it wasn't as big and there was more space between the campsites. Nah, I'm a glamper, not a camper, but I admire it. So that was my trip. Many adventures here. There was, I mean, there's stories to tell. There were, there were good things about it and I had great company and I love those guys to death. Yeah. I'd love to, to meet Flash. I've met Jaws. What's up? It's been a while, but yeah. Yeah. Well, Tony is Jaws for anyone wondering. That's just Mm. his trail name. 
and he loves our podcast too and he listens to it like on our, his long drives and he's like i feel like i'm in the car with you and he likes the am i the asshole ones because he's always like yes he's an asshole girls come on yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of people love the am i the asshole ones he's like so i'm yelling at you guys I keep seeing stuff pop up on Reddit, like, am I the asshole? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be good. And then also, like, paranormal stories. I'm like, I do too. just a veritable treasure trove of shit. So maybe that'll be next week, or maybe next week will be podcast night out. We'll see. And it always up in the air. But so, yeah, I feel like I just talked this whole entire podcast. That's fine. I'm usually, I feel like I usually talk too much. When you didn't talk too much, you told us a beautiful story. Well, beautiful might be exaggerated. <laughs> It was an intense story of wrong place, wrong time. I don't know, girl. I would just steer away from that place because I don't get a good feeling about you being there, especially if all these things are pushing you out. No, and you know what, though? I had, usually I'm pretty, I have a little anxiety for every trip and I'm like pretty excited to get going. But this trip, I had way more anxiety than usual. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like an excitement one. It was kind of like a pit in your stomach, like... Well, but, I, but I'm like, of course, chalking it up is just nerves. Uh-huh. And like now that I was out there and I'm like, okay, now it's kind of like making sense. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. But she's back in one piece, guys. I am And home. we did a podcast. So, yay. You didn't have to wait an extra week, everybody. Yeah. So. You got a podcast tonight. I'm home. I was vastly entertained by the story of your trip. Um, I was mostly quiet because I was just taking it all in because there was just a lot there. Yeah, like I said, we didn't catch up. Like, you didn't know what I was going to say. No, I we were saving it all for the podcast, guys, for you. One of the legit and true reactions of everybody. So here you got them. You know, if you want to attempt the, uh, the Tahoe Rim Trail, then probably august might be your best choice but that's a tough trail like they this was the um like they got slammed with like a world record amount of snow mm. and that's why it's taken so long to melt but if you wait too late in august you get fires so it's like Jesus yeah Christ. so <laughs> no i want to go do like the oregon coast trail or something i hear that's an amazing trail so i'm gonna try that one next i want to go to oregon really badly yeah same so i might that's about probably three weeks so i'm like cool i might try that next because i'm done bigfoot might find bigfoot you gotta hike though i'll hike (laughs) they have bears in oregon okay huh they have bears in oregon (sighs) well you're just gonna have to protect me then because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing just bring an air horn okay they don't like loud noises i've heard that i heard the bells don't work you're supposed to like clap or like play music or something no, we, uh, in San Francisco, we met up with another hiker friend that hiked part of the AT the year that we all did. And we met him the first day, right? Mm-hmm. He had, like, all these water bottles attached to his um, pack. And he also had all these bear bells attached to his pack. So mm-hmm. he was, like, a walk in, like, Santa Claus. Like, like you oh my know? gosh. Like, it was hilarious. Those don't work, right? I thought they didn't work. No, but that was like his first time doing that. So his oh. friend was like, You need all this stuff with you. So yeah. he had like all these freaking bear bells on his pack, and they're just like everywhere. And he's jingling while he's walking, oh and the, the water bottles were all clanging. Like he was like his one man band. Oh my God. So I was like, I think you're good. You're loud enough. I don't think. Yeah. Well, guys, mm, it would be great uh, if you could support us so Montana can go on more of these delightful trips and astonish and astound us 
Only if they go well. I'll go with her if I don't have to camp. Well, I don't have a camper, so. We'll have to get a cabin then, boo. Or hotel that we get back to at the end of the day. Or you can hike with them and then I'll just come on other trips because fuck. Fuck camping. I'm a girly girl. I'm fine with that. I think you'd like it better than you think you would. It can be a really, like if you do it for a night, it can be a really fun experience. You can make s'mores. We'll see. I would just have to be you and me, though. With anybody else, no I mean, look at me. Like, I'm all about like skincare routine. Like, I'm out there brushing my teeth and doing this my skincare routine, like in the middle of the fucking campsite, mm -hmm. like with my water bottles. Water, like, trust me, I get my shit in and get it done. True, and I don't wear like that much makeup anymore. And campsites usually have bathrooms, so you're good, you're fine. That's true, that's true. You get special ones that have like the whole showers and stuff. I would. But yeah, you have bathrooms at campsites, so it's it's shower, really fine. Kind of go, got a shower. You can handle a campsite. I just don't think that you can handle a wood, like being in the woods camping. Maybe for a night, but not for like. No, but like I'm, I shower every night, so I get it. So like I will take a lot of baby wipe showers out there. I feel that. Like I at least got to be semi clean, so I'm like wiping every crevice with the baby wipes. I get that. Driving nothing, right? Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. I liked it. Thanks, boo. Thanks for entertaining us with your trails and your trials and your tribulations. <laughs> trails, trials, and tribulations. That might be the <laughs> that might be the episode. I like name. that. I like That's that. What it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that covers it tonight. I think so. That was a long two weeks. Oh, we didn't even do Rex. I don't have any wrecks. Like I said, yeah, I just, been I just watched. The only thing I watched when I came back was the Winchester, and I do not recommend it. So. It's a non-wreck. It's a non-wreck. Um, okay, well, I watched Asteroid City by Wes Anderson, and it was fantastic, and I got really teary -eyed. Another Wes Anderson movie. We're just really feeling the Wes Anderson. I'm going to see Barbie tomorrow, so I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about it. I am going to dress up. Of course you are. I will be that bitch. I don't even care. Oh, I will say, well, no, I'll tell you. I'm not going to tell the podcast. This is kind of personal okay. about Wes Anderson and that movie. But it was really cute, really good. Probably his favorite movie of his that I've seen. So that's my rec. Um, and I mentioned earlier, I'm reading Psychic Witch. Uh, I'll have to get the name of the guy, though. And I've been, to the, I've been listening to the Modern Witch podcast, which is interesting if you like hearing about witchy stuff. So those are my recs. That's it. That's all I got. For this week um and i did want to do one shout out to jenny morgan um she is a singer and i kind of consider her like an, an aunt um she's been in my life since i was a little girl you like her a lot montana actually um she is trying to bring awareness to they are trying to do more fracking in ohio and national parks so fuck that <laughs> Fracking is terrible for the environment. So I just want to shout her out. You can find her on Facebook at Jenny what Morgan. What is fracking? So it is the process of injecting liquid at high pressure into subterranean rocks, boreholes, etc. So as to force open existing fissures and extract oil or gas. And so what it does, it creates vast amounts of wastewater, emits greenhouse gases such as methane, and releases toxic air pollutants as well as generates noise. So it's not good. 
No, it sounds horrible. It's really not good. Basically, it's a short-term investment. Like, yeah, you'll get, like, money in the short-term, but in the long-term, you're going to ruin a bunch of land, pollute the soil and the water, which is going to fuck us up with farming. So, fuck fracking! And that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. So, I just want to shout her out, and uh, I think we're good, right? I think we're good, yeah. Okay, guys. So, as always, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And please, 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 please become a Patreon member. Become our patron. It is $3 a month for tea time, $5 a month for tea time, photos, notes, etc. We're probably going to look into doing like Patreon live so we can interact with all of you. Um, We'll kind of figure out times and dates for that and talk to you guys, do some polls. We'll figure it out. But it would be really great. And if you cannot join us on Patreon, just give us five stars. Wherever you listen to podcasts, um, that's going to put us more out there and get us more money so Montana can have more crazy trips and so she convinced me to go camping with her one night and we'll see how I actually like it because I haven't been camping since I was nine. Who podcasts out there camping? Oh, Jesus Christ. You'll probably find a fucking serial killer or fucking... I know. I literally, when I was on my trip, I'm like, this is the shit that would happen when I'm with Liz. And Liz isn't even here. Exactly. I was like, it's me this time. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine us together. That's some crazy shit. I know. So, yeah, it'd be really great um, if you could just leave us, like, a review at all. Like, please, please, please. Word of mouth is great. Share us. Tell your friends. We love it. We love all of you guys so much. And um, I guess we met. I met a fan the other night. Oh yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. Shout out to Chelsea. Shout out to Chelsea. Chelsea, I'm so sorry. I was so like tired and out of it when we met, and I think I was trying to get my dog to the park, so I didn't mean to be like brisk and and just like. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Next time, I would love to sit down and chat. But I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It was very nice to meet you. And I hope to meet you again when I'm less frazzled and appearing like a cold ass bitch. Because I'm not. I'm not. I can be a wicked witch, but I'm not a bitch. Usually. Unless I'm hungry. Which my boyfriend can attest to. Because he made me eat the other night. Because he was like, someone's very grumpy and hungry right now. And I was like, I'm hungry! And I was like, I was hungry. I was. You're right. I was hungry. It's nice to have someone that understands you. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, Chelsea. Um, and I guess shout out to Jaws because you uh, you listen to our podcast. and Yeah, he likes it. He's a fan. So thanks, everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Make us famous, guys. Make us famous so this can be our full-time job. Yeah, then you'll get lots of content from You'll get us. so much content. If this well, was our job. We'd have like two podcasts a week. We could, yeah, we could do that. We could go traveling. We could take I pictures know. and do all this kind of content. We like get more like you know, like famous people on the podcast, or like at least semi-famous. More famous than this. Yeah, seriously, I'd love to be famous. <laughs> I still want to be famous. So. Okay, guys, we'll see you next time. See you on the next one.